0: Hello, hello, hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of Humanity Hoops. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at Humanity Hoops and follow us on our journey. Now let's get straight into it. We have a lot to talk about as always, but since this is my first episode and it's been a busy week for me, I'm going to just talk about one topic. It's going to be the NBA. We have draft news, free agency news, trade news. So it's going to be 15 to 20 minutes as usual you're not going it's not going to be a reduced quality show just because i'm talking about one topic but we're not gonna we're not gonna dive into humanity like we usually would trust me there will be new news by our next episode so we'll put the humanity in our back burner we'll talk about just hoops for today and see how it goes now we have a lot to talk about in the nba we have the houston rockets so this is local news we have the houston rockets getting four new players Jalen green is at the top of that list and i'm sure he's a household name by now because people know him people know him from his high school play people know him just because he looks good like I, i will not lie he is he's already like one of the 10 hottest players in the nba but we will not worry about that we're worrying about his basketball play so we'll, we'll get into that and we'll stop with the russell westbrook trade we'll talk about what the houston rockets might get in free agency and a lot more trust me you will get your 20 minutes worth of podcasting now let's talk about this draft first because there is a lot to go into this is just such a weird draft to watch it's very unpredictable With the first pick, it was pretty obvious that uh, Detroit Pistons would go with Cade Cunningham. He's the best player by far. There were rumors of them wanting to trade the pick or maybe go for Jalen Green or Evan Mobley, but they made the right pick here. It was was obvious. Cade Cunningham is definitely going to be the best player out of this draft unless something goes horribly wrong. And then number two, Houston Rockets, our pick, we get Jalen Green. We originally wanted Mobley, the big man, but he just literally did not work out for us. He chose... it was so weird. I guess he didn't want to play for us, which is weird, because he wanted to play for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland. Who would rather play for Cleveland than Houston? Who wants to live in Cleveland? It's... it's odd behavior. But we got our guy. We got Jalen Green to start with. That's just one of four guys. Jalen Green is so... If you watch his high school film and his G League film, because he never went to college. So let me explain this. Because I know this is confusing for some people. People are like, oh, how do you not, uh, not get drafted out of college? He, you go to high school, and then the NBA is doing this new thing. It's been around for a couple of years. But they're doing this thing. Because the NBA has a uh, sub-league, I guess you could call it. like It's like the minor leagues for basketball. And they have some guys in there, like pros in there. But they're also offering it as a pathway to skip college. Because, you know, college stinks. They're not paying people. They're not paying their players, but they're paying the coaches. It's weird. I should do a podcast just on that. And I will, I will definitely do that. But you get paid. If you're in this uh, minor league, it's called the G League, and that's what Jalen Green did, and he showed out in the G League. He he just put up fantastic numbers. He he's gonna be a franchise cornerstone. So, be prepared to see Jalen Green jerseys for the Rockets. Be prepared to buy one if you're if you're a real fan. But this this was our guy. We're we're going places with uh, Kevin Porter and Green. Then we got Mobley at three. Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes only got picked because Jalen Suggs had a horrible workout with the Raptors. Apparently. That's what I'm reading on Twitter and NBA World because he shot like two for thirty on his threes. And that stinks. Like that stinks. And they offered him a, another chance. You and that never happens. You don't offer guys another chance at a workout. And he took it. And he just didn't do well. So the consensus number four guy ended up going number five because of a shitty workout. Um and after number five, Suggs got picked to number five. It was just like weird. No one went where they should have. Like Josh Giddy at number six of the Thunder, that's not where we predicted him. Kuminga at seven, sure. But he's like. He's not a win-now guy for the Warriors, and that's what they need. Uh, Davion Mitchell at 9. I like that pick for the Kings. I really love Davion Mitchell, but they already have De'Aaron Fox. They already have Halliburton. It was just a matter of fit. That was like the worst possible fit you could have had. Um, primo at 12. I really like Moses Moody at 14 for the Warriors. That perfection. That is exactly, that might be the steal of the draft. Might be. I say that because there are so many other good picks. We traded up, I'm glad the Rockets traded up at 16 for Alperen Sengun out of Turkey. A lot of people may not know him because, you know, who knows some random Turkish big guy. But these European big men, they taken over. If you haven't noticed by now, it's the European big men. They taken over. And I I didn't watch much of his game before, but I just knew. I just knew. And then I went to go watch a little bit of his highlights. Holy shit. This man's offensive bag, limitless. Jesus, dude. Like, you could. I don't know how to put it. Like, if he works on his defense, I'm not going to. He's not like Jokic. He's like Jokic without the playmaking, I guess. He's just a very good shooter. And we need some time to develop him. He's like. He's very high upside, low floor. So he could be a bust, but he could also be top three center. So this, I really like this pick by the Rockets. We traded two future first rounders that are heavily protected. So this is like throwing all our chips in one basket. We want the prospects now. We want to speed up our rebuild. And this is good. This is good. This is going to get the fans going. Because like, you don't want the fans going through a 10-year rebuild where we don't win anything. And this is getting the fans going because we have exciting young guys who will sell a product with Jalen Green and Kevin Porter. are going to sell a product because of how they play basketball. Just their style. And then guys like Sengun, and then when I scroll down, you have Usman Garuba. That, his defense is legendary. Him and Jayshon Tate, holy shit, they're going to clamp I'm letting you know right now before it happens. Usman Gurubo is going to win Defensive Player of the Year. It is just a fact. His his defensive highlights are impeccable. I believe he's playing for Spain soon. I think he played today. Honestly, I'll I'll look that up later. But he he's impeccable. Also at 23, that is not a bad type of player to have, because when you take a flyer on a guy like Sengun at 16, who's offense heavy. You want to pick someone like Garuba who's defense heavy. It balances out. You have these type of specialists. Because we have balanced guys like Christian Wood who are good at both. Same with uh, Kevin Porter. (laughs) That's about it. But we'll, we'll sign defensive guys through free agency. I'll get to that later. Josh Christopher. Josh Christopher is... He may have been a reach at 24. But he can score, damn it. And that's... That's what you need. We needed someone who can get a bucket, and Josh Christopher can get a bucket. A lot of people know. A lot of people know Josh Christopher because he has a working relationship with Jalen Green, high school teammates. He can get a bucket though by himself. He can get a bucket, and he will probably be like a six man of the year, like in twenty twenty three or something. But because he he can score, he's like a Jordan Clarkson type. Let me put it that way. You can just put it on the floor. He has a variety of dribble moves. And he's the perfect type of player you take uh, in the le- a late first round. This is like an A++ draft haul for the Rockets because you're getting every type of player. Think about our lineup for next year. Without free agency, without trades. Point guard KBJ Maybe, maybe John Wall, but it's most likely point guard KPJ. And obviously he has room to develop, but holy shit, he has potential. He has upside. He... Can also just ball right now. Obviously, if y'all remember the 50-piece he put up against the Bucks, the championship-winning Bucks against Drew Holiday, that was something special. That was, like, he, he can put it down. and He can shoot. He can do everything that you want out of your point guard. But uh, RGM was talking, Raphael Stone, about his best skill is his passing. And that's the best thing you want out of your point guard playmaking ability is essential to a point guard because you can anyone on a team can get a bucket as you saw with the Rockets with James Harden isolation is not going to work 24-7 I mean it'll work far enough but it's not going to get you a championship at some point you're going to have to learn how to pass and KPJ knows how to do that already so Finding that balance for him—passing, shooting, getting to the line—you know, basically, Hooper thinks he's going to be great. He's going to be a top-10 point guard. Pair that with Jalen Green, who has such great potential. He's only like 19, I think. That's something. Pair that with our young bucks in the front court, Jay Sean Tate. He's like 24, but he's still he's a rookie. I was gonna be a sophomore, but he's still young. KJ Martin, he's like twenty-one. Power forward. Christian Woods, center, twenty-five. That's and he's he's our best player, definitely for sure, by far. He might not be that way for long, but right now he is the guy to build around. He is the guy who will give us the fifteen wins <laughs> that we need. Um. And then you have Sengun, Josh Christopher, you have Garuba, you have Armani Brooks, Anthony Lamb. You just, the list goes on. And you're going to get a few guys in free agency, like veterans, that are going to help the team. Like maybe Gerald Green, for example, would be perfect if we wanted to bring him back. Houston Pride. He knows what kind of culture we're in. And once we get off of John Wall's $47 million contract, um, he'll probably accept his player option next year because $47 million. But after that, once we get off that, think of how much cap space we'd have. By then, our rebuild would be... I don't want to say over... But we would be near the end. I think if we are doing a good job at it, we would be near the end of it. By then, we would have the cap space to sign a big free agent. That's the year where three big guys are gone off their teams. Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook. I don't think we should bring back Harden or Westbrook, obviously, but... Probably not Kevin Durant either, but I don't know. I'm not going to predict the future, but Kevin Durant at like 35 or however old he'll be in 24. I don't know. We would be championship contenders still. My point is our future is bright just because we're like the shittiest team in the league still. Our future is bright. We have things to look forward to. We have ballers, we have hoopers, we have good basketball players that are going to turn into great basketball players. We just have to have patience. We're not the Houston Texans. Don't get me started on the Houston Texans. I will make an episode just for the Houston Texans because holy fuck. Like I have my Deshaun Watson jersey hanging over my bed right now. It's, It's so frustrating to look at the only good thing about the texans and it's probably gonna get ruined too how (laughs) we're not gonna win a game next year zero games 0-17 that's so fucked how do you possibly fuck up a franchise so badly so badly but that's not the point of this episode the point is to be positive about the houston rockets the NBA drafts went well for them. They did what they needed to. They were aggressive. That's the good thing. They're usually not aggressive. You know, they usually don't want to spend money. Don't want to go over the luxury tax. But they got rookies. They got guys. They were willing to um, sacrifice, I guess, possible future picks for this. For now. Because we want results now. We want, We want guys now. And we got guys now, so we're happy. This is what we want. Now, free agency and trades. That is. I'm gonna start with the Russell Westbrook trade. What the fuck? I get why they did it. I get why the Lakers did it. It makes sense when you think about it. When you're when the best player you're giving up is Montrez Harrell, and you have Andre Drummond and Marcus Sewell. Neither of them are good, by the way. But that's who you... You you can replace these guys, I guess. And I'm sure you can find someone in free agency Because yeah, I think Drummond's a free agent. Gasol's like 37. He'll retire ASAP. But... When the best player you're giving up for Russell Westbrook, who averages a triple-double, is Montrezl Hale, you take that. doesn't matter about the spacing. It doesn't matter... You know, who can shoot, who can't shoot. You take superstars. You worry about the fit later. But now you have the superstar. Now you have Russell Westbrook. Now you gotta worry about the spacing. Because the Lakers have always been asked at shooting threes. Even when they won the um, championship. They were just not great at it. And even this year, they were so bad. They had Wesley Matthews. Ben McLemore. Schroeder. I think all their shooters average 33%. Um, yes, 33%. That stinks. From three. That that just stinks. So you gotta find some, some shooters because AD better be playing the five. He better be playing center. Because if you're gonna have one good shooter in a in the championship lineup So think about this Russell Westbrook We'll say KCP's gone by the way I, That's like Cause you usually just plug him in When all things go wrong Put in KCP He's gone uh, Kuzma's gone too But you know Fuck Kuzma We'll say Talon Horton Tucker You know he's supposed to be The next man up Talon Horton Tucker Shooting guard LeBron Anthony Davis Andre Drummond That'd be the worst fucking lineup ever But it'd be the best 2k lineup Jeez Like it's also, Also they're saying fucking DeMar DeRozan Is gonna go to the Lakers At least he's interested It's like they're fucking with us Think about a Westbrook, DeRozan, LeBron, AD, Drummond lineup I'd kill myself Like that would be so fucking insane But that's probably not what's going to happen. They're going to invest in shooters. They have to. It's probably going to be like. This is just an example. Because I know Danny Green's already had his run. Russell Westbrook, Danny Green. Horton Tucker, LeBron AD. With, With better guys coming off the bench. Like Bobby Portis or someone like that. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. There's plenty of contenders in this league. It's not a super team, though. Just because you have three superstars does not make it a super team. I wouldn't even call the Nets a super team. Because, as you saw, when one guy goes down, it all goes to hell. Because you're sacrificing your bench pieces for three superstars. So, when you have guys like Landry Schammett and, uh, Timothy Luwa playing quality minutes. That's how you know you're putting your faith in all these superstars. And when a superstar goes down, even as you know my dad says, you can't win with just three superstars. You have to have a balanced team. And that that's what's gonna happen. You're gonna have these superstar teams, and then you're gonna have teams like the Bucks, again, maybe not like exactly the Bucks, but maybe the Nuggets. Teams like the Bucks and the Nuggets, who are balanced all around. And One of those all-around teams is going to win because there's going to be an injury again. Because we're going to say, oh, it's a Mickey Mouse championship, but it happens every year. And the team that looks best on paper preseason usually never wins um, the championship. It, it's just a matter of you can't predict everything. You're not going to predict KD tearing his Achilles in tearing this, Kyrie needing a break, you know, you just can't predict it. So, the Lakers, I'm glad the Lakers made this trade, it was good for them, but they better play well, those three superstars. Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook always plays well, what am I saying, but the Lakers bench already kind of stinks, and it's only going to get worse, so... I don't think this makes them championship favorites by any means. That being said, imagine trying to stop a Westbrook and LeBron fast break. It's just not going to happen. So, they made the right trade. And good for them. They're probably going to be like a one seed for sure in the Western Conference. But free agency is going to be unpredictable. I'm not going to say anything. Not gonna make any predictions until then. Like Kendrick Perkins says, "Oh, the Lakers are gonna win the championship." Like, shut the fuck up. It's not. You don't know yet, so you don't know what's gonna happen. So it could. It's anyone's ball game. Like this, this is a very evenly matched NBA, and I like it that way. You just don't know. That being said, what the, I don't know what the fuck the Wizards are doing. I mean, I guess getting off Russell Westbrook contract but like after 1 year you're trading John Wall for Russell Westbrook I get you know I guess they made the right trade what am i saying they got off the big contract and i i guess the Westbrook experiment lasted 1 year they made it to the playoffs but i i don't know how they're going to rebuild Bradley Beal says he wants to stay I just don't think it's gonna happen. <laughs> I, I, what are you gonna do? You're gonna be another 12 seed with Bradley Beal and a bunch of bums again. <laughs> I I think you just have to trade him and or maybe I don't know. Okay, <laughs> maybe Kyle Kuzma will start being an all NBA team like he puts on his Instagram. That that's not gonna happen. But uh, I'm gonna edit that out. Uh, no, I don't feel like it. I'm trying to think. What are the trades? Jonas Valanciunas and Stephen Adams. That's not as exciting a trade. Uh, Pelicans won that one though for sure. Jonas Valanciunas is better than John Morant. Let me make that clear. He is a better player right now. John Morant can go off for fifty whenever. Jonas can't. But all around, Jonas is a better player than John Morant. So the Grizzlies traded their best player. Let me make that clear. The Grizzlies traded their best player, got back Stephen Adams, Eric Bledsoe, and a number 10 pick. That's a pretty shitty haul. But I guess it gets off Jonas' contract. But the Pelicans, which which is a team that needs to contend, they're getting a a spacing five. Because when you... In the NBA, every time, you want to have at least four shooters. So... The Pelicans had like three last year. They had Lonzo, Brandon Ingram. Oh my god, they had two. Lonzo and Brandon Ingram. Because I wouldn't call Eric Bledsoe a shooter. Zion's not a shooter. Steven Adams definitely ain't a shooter. So they got rid of Bledsoe, who's not a shooter. Adams, who isn't a shooter. And in return, they're getting Jonas Valanciunas, who is a shooter. When your best player is Zion Williamson, you need to build around him with shooters. So now they have... Zion, three shooters, and an empty slot as shooting guard, which either you could elevate Josh Hart, who is definitely a shooter, or you could sign someone in free agency, which is always a possibility. I'm trying to think, who? It depends. They, pro- they probably won't keep Lonzo. They might. But rumor has it he's going to Chicago, L.A. He'd be a really good fit in L.A. and Chicago. I don't know, I'm just excited for free agency, man. It's it's gonna be something. It's gonna be something. I'm gonna end it on that note, you know, before I go on to any more rambles. This is just a pilot episode. I'm I want the I want the other episodes after this to look a little more professional with obviously different topics and less long pauses like that one. So I'm just going to end it here. This is a good episode. Thank you for listening, everyone. Um, I hope you'll tune into the next one. Take care of yourself and each other. Peace. felt it was important for His Spirit to be allowed, to be, be allowed, to be free, to be free, you know, and so I rejoiced, so I rejoiced.